Hey guys, Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Bonus episode Thursday. Man, this is a fun fucking episode. You know him, you love him. He's been uh, a, a three-time guest on the ALN podcast, and he returns for a fourth and, again, epic appearance. It's Piot Michael from Mad TV, from Rocky and Bullwinkle, and now a part of the Groundlings Sunday Company, which is a big fucking deal. The Groundlings, of course... Um, gave us the talents of, of uh, Lisa Kudrow, Will Farrell, Chris Kattan, Cheryl Hines, Phil Hartman, um, so many. Uh, Taryn Killam, Fortune Feimster, and now Piat Michael, a member of the Sunday Company. Uh, this episode is, is just a fun, uh, hilarious, impression-filled, uh, <laughs> just laugh-fest. Piat's just one of my uh, great buds, and, uh, and uh, he hadn't been on for a minute, so just wanted to uh, sit down and, and laugh. And that's what we did. So enjoy the hell out of this episode and follow Piot on Twitter and Instagram at this is Piot, P-I-O-T-R. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam Ray Comedy. Uh, ALN Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Brad Williams Comic on Instagram and at Funny Brad on Twitter. Uh, I'm going to be at Hyenas uh, in Fort Worth, Texas tonight through Saturday. Uh, can't wait. Has been a few years since I've been in Dallas doing shows. Going to be at uh, Hyenas in Fort Worth, Texas tonight through Saturday. Get your tickets at adamraycomedy.com. Brad Williams is in Omaha at the Funny Bone tonight through Sunday in Omaha, Nebraska. The Funny Bone. Go see Brad tonight through Sunday, Omaha, Nebraska. Tickets at bradwilliamscomedy.com. Aboutlastnightpodcast.com for all your ALN merch, beanies, uh, shirts, and sweats. Get them. Buy them. Give them to your loved ones. Bring them to the shows. We'll sign them at the shows. And... Uh, and, uh, of course, aboutlastnightpodcast.com for all past and present episodes. Uh, God, the last few weeks, Jim Jeffries, Bill Burr, Sandra Bullock, uh, Eliza Schlesinger, and uh, and so many great hitters on the way. Maria Menounos is our guest on Monday from E! Access Hollywood, the Today Show. That was an epic interview. Uh, really can't wait for that one to come out. Um, Adam Ray merch is on its way very shortly. Have a bunch of shit uh, being designed right now, and I can't wait to launch the store. Uh, it's going to be awesome. So be on the lookout for that and hopefully go on an Adam Ray shopping spree. Um, and all my tour dates at adamraycomedy.com. Got a bunch coming up. Got some Adam Devine tour dates added uh, in the next couple days. So uh, so make sure you're up to date. All right? And subscribe to the pod on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. Comment on the iTunes page. And email us at aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com. Your favorite ALN moments. And we'll read some of those on the show. Like today's favorite ALN email comes to you from... John Rohan says, Adam and Brad, you guys are great. Lucky for me, I'm able to keep headphones in at my job. Thanks for helping me never have a boring day. John R. John Rohan, thanks for the email and the shout out. And uh, shoot us your email, man. We'll send you some ALN merch. Appreciate you listening, dog. Um, keep sending those emails and those uh, those reviews on iTunes and uh, and some free ALN merch might be coming your way. All right, now that we got the tour dates, Twitter handles, and merch info out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode, bonus episode of the About Last Night podcast with the hilarious Piot Michael. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and... It's 
just undeniable. But very cat undeniable. Undeniable, man. Undeniable. <laughs> Speaking of undeniable, since I uh, last spoke to you, you weren't in the Sunday Company. No. So congrats. Thank you. That's a big deal. It is a big deal. Hug that mic. Hug it. I'm going to hug it. Hi. Look at that. Oh. <laughs> By the are way. We on? Are we on? Yeah. I was thinking about I'm getting some merch made. And yeah. I'm thinking about um, making uh, 100% Goldblum <laughs> shirts. I'd fucking wear it. Yeah. I'd fucking wear it. 100% Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> Property of uh, about last night podcast. <laughs> Um, have you uh, seen the new Jurassic Park? I have not. I'm so busy with Sunday Company and yeah. Groundlings that literally every waking moment is writing sketches. So anytime I have yeah time off, I I, I just I, I usually sleep or I'll just do boring stuff. Do you love that your life is consumed now by that though? It's it, how you get better, right? I mean, of of course, because it's 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 fabulous to have that focus where you need something to kick yourself in the ass, you know? Yeah. And once you have that, you uh, you create stuff you never thought you could do, and it's great because also you get to work with the funniest up and coming people in sketch. Yeah, you know, it's inspiring when you're around that. I think absolutely, you don't realize how much better you can become. Well, it's like being around other comics. Yeah, where you're like you're sitting at a desk writing all this shit, and you're like, I don't know, I don't know what to do, and then you watch a show, and you're like, oh. Oh, I'm doing too much. Yeah. I should hold back. Yeah. I should leave room for laughter. I yeah. should just play, be myself. It's the same thing in sketch. It's like with Growlings, they really focus on... When I first started at Growlings, I went and studied there because I was like, this would be perfect for voiceover because yep. I'll learn to create all these oh, crazy characters. Thinking. But Growlings is actually about grounded, more realistic people. Yeah. And, I always um, dug that about them. Yeah, yeah. And they try and put them in real situations and that sort of thing. But within those real grounded situations, they heighten the stakes. And that's what creates some of the more memorable. Our director, Karen Maruyama, she said that uh, Paul Rubens was doing, I think, uh, they were doing an improv game on stage. And somebody suggested to him, like, the worst, world's worst stand-up. And so he went up and improvised this character that turned into Pee Wee Herman. And from that suggestion, he created a whole fucking legacy. Isn't uh, that crazy? It's just... That, uh, that character might be... If you were to make a list, and I want to hear yours, like of the most iconic characters, not even not TV, film, yeah, yeah. even though Pee Wee, I think, crosses both. Um, I'd, I'd have to say, like, Austin Powers. I was going to say Austin Powers. Right? Yeah, Austin Powers. Borat. Borat. Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog. Um, Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson, for sure. Mickey Mouse, maybe, even. I mean, even though he, he is, he's just an icon, he's not really even a... I mean, do you wake up in the morning and watch Mickey Mouse? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. Is it 1974? 1974, the Mickey Mouse Club. <laughs> Come on, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy. Come on. What are the other kids in the Mickey Mouse Club doing right now that um, aren't Justin Timberlake? Are, and Britney Spears. They're probably looking back at their life. They're going to Comic-Con, and they are they have those little booths. Oh. Where like, I was in the Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Wait, who was that guy you were starting to do? Ian I McKellen? I was in the Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah, <laughs> Ian McKellen. I studied theater at the Mickey Mouse Club. Um, it was me. It was me and Jim, my friends. And, and Timberlake. little pants. <laughs> 
Uh, Wait, Ian, tell me about working with Britney Spears well, on the said, Mickey Mouse Club. She didn't have half the talent that my other friends did, and I don't know what it was <laughs> that they saw in her. We really pushed for Sandra to get up there, but oh, fucking A, they had to choose Britney. You know why? Because she really did. She was easy to work with. But realize she's a fucking cunt. You can only say that word with a British accent. That's how you get away this with This message brought to you by the word cunt. See you. Uh, that, is, uh, that is one of those things where you go... Making an iconic character, I think it's like a viral video. You go, no one sets out to go, I got to, like, when Mike Myers created Austin Powers, I don't think he was like, all right, this has got to be. Well, his story was the same thing, was like his wife, it was a voice and a character that developed with him playing around with his wife, I think ex-wife now. Oh, shit. Um, Do you think she gets residuals? Oh, probably. Uh, she, uh, oh. uh, probably, Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> probably all my ex-wives get my money <laughs> I'm always after the future Miss X Goldblum. He, uh, no, no, he he did the like he was un, he was trying to think of like a sexy guy to gotcha. play with his wife. He was like, yeah, baby, I'm so sexy, and then he threw the British flair and damn. But that's where characters should come from. Yeah, are developed from your friends, yep. relationships, and making somebody laugh, exactly. and then being able to pick up on like, okay, this person or people are laughing at this a lot. Yeah. There's something there. Because even if they're kooky, they come from a real source. Yep. You know, and it's definitely, well, I've found it's much easier to improvise when you have a character that you create that came to you versus one that you think up and try and develop you know what I mean yeah it's like sitting down and really trying to be like alright let me find, like make like a funny uh, yeah, mailman like a guy with a lisp a, yeah he's got a he's got a he's got, he's got one leg oh he's got one leg and it's a funny one leg yeah, man one leg. and he's always like I wish I had two yeah yeah that's yeah. his I wish I, wish I, I had, had two, two. Yeah. yeah I wish I had two yeah and his eye like yeah, goes nah, like nah, to nah, the nah, side nah, it's nah, kind of one is down and yeah and then the other one just kind of yeah all over the place yeah and he and he farts out of his dick exactly and he pees out of his butt Soul, David Salzman buys <laughs> brand new story pitch from Adam Ray. <laughs> Fart dick guy. Fart dick guy. Can you imagine? There's got to be SNL auditions or Growling auditions. Any sketch audition where people come in and they're like doing their characters and they've, you know, like the same way the American Idol auditions that can just oh, go the, completely. The worst. Yeah, absolutely. There's guy, I would love to see those. But with someone else, uh, this next character is a guy that just, uh, boy, does he just hate Jews. Get those Jews off my lawn. This next character is a guy, and you're just like, what is loves Jews. Yeah. <laughs> Get, Get them those Jews that came off the lawn and bring them over here. You know what? I've had a change of heart. <laughs> <laughs> also, bring Dick Fart Guy. See, that would be a bit. That would be a. That's what you would do, and it would work. Uh, no, I want to see. I've all even like my audition tape that I when I tested for SNL. I want to see that because I just want to see what. Because I had a confidence, like a blind confidence that I've lost because I was just super green. Or I was just like, I'm the best in the world. I can just do it. Now I'm like super sensitive and, and I'm anxious. And like, I don't know. This is oh, definitely not going to work. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. And it's harder for me to create that much anymore. Um, and um, But looking back at that treasure trove of stuff, God, they must have. Do you have old notebooks even too from your auditions or like? Is the same way comics? I think we'll go yeah, back I and do, but refresh I, I, bits. Yeah, I don't look back at. I'll look back at scripts on my computer, but yeah, I, I still keep all my uh, 
written stuff. I yeah, don't, I don't even look back. I don't like know. now in Groundlings because you're having to come up with so much material weekly. Like, it, well, it's you... almost like there's no time to even look back. It's almost easier to just sit down and really uh, come from a place of joy and just develop a character based off of where you are. Yeah, and what uh, simple circumstance can come up. But no, definitely, um, like you, you develop characters in the Groundlings coming up, and uh, we've used those and pitched those and that sort of thing. But um, how is it doing the live show? Because it's every Sunday, right? Oh, I, I, I fucking love it. For people that don't know, first of all, getting into the Sunday company is a big fucking deal because that and the main company are the two companies where you're consistently performing on the Groundling stage. And the Sunday company... With the best of the best. It's basically SNL where we, we pitch on Wednesdays, Wednesday night, we pitch new sketches. The director goes through them, gives us notes, and she chooses or he chooses which of those sketches works the best in their mind. And then we rewrite those sketches. Right. We buy costumes, get wigs, get props. You guys do it, or they have someone oh, go we, and get we it? We do. We have wow. we have to get everything. And then um, then Sunday we we do a run through, not even a real rehearsal, like a run through blocking, and then we just put the sketch up. And so it's pretty frightening but exciting. And then also it's like you 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 work on it so much, you're like, is this funny anymore? I can't. And then as soon as you put it in front of the audience, you're like, holy shit. They're laughing at places I didn't expect. Just like when you do stand-up and stuff where wow. you're just like, this is incredible. Yeah. Or you'll do something that works so well in pitch, so well with uh, the other uh, you know, team watching you and yeah. they're laughing because... But then you put it up on stage and it doesn't connect at all. And you realize like, oh, it was funny because it was sort of an inside wow. vibe where like people were laughing at the fact that I was doing something that I normally don't do. But to the audience, they don't know They me. don't know that. Gotcha. So we, it's it's weird. It, but it's a great challenge because every week you, it's like stand up, you, you destroy or you bomb. But then as soon as you, it's a three minute bomb. sketch. Bomb. What is that? What is that? What does that mean? Adam Ray, 15 years ago <laughs> in Glendale. <laughs> At the Dude, uh, no, days I, in I when still, you <laughs> come on, man. There's I still oh, have yeah. nights. It, it's tough, but can you wipe the slate clean quickly? Like if you do to have a sketch where you're like, "Fuck this! I can't wait to perform this character," and you walk out and the crowd's just not feeling it. Well, that's the thing. You just have to go. I got that next sketch coming up. I can't. I don't right. have time to. You 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 can't you can't dig out of a sketch. Yeah. You can't change it. So if the audience isn't on board, you still have two three minutes left of a sketch you have to finish. Yeah. Whereas in stand-up, you'd be like, all right, this joke isn't working. I'm going to switch to the balloon animals, you know. So with sketch, you got to follow through. And Leonard Robinson, who's part of the Sunday Company, is a great stand-up. Yes. He, uh, he was talking to me about that. He's like, yeah, like stand-up, we could do that. We could just switch. But you got to commit to the sketch, even if you're just, it's not working. Just follow through. And then the thing is, if the sketch sucks, who cares? Three minutes of your life gone. On to the next one. Yeah. And you don't have time. And there's quick changes and you're in background sketches. You could, And it's like a repertory company. You can play the lead or you can play the background guy who literally brings in a plate and then leaves. Right. You know, because it's just 15 people who come in and out. Do you find it more fun and challenging to have a smaller part in a, a sketch to where you're... Uh, I mean, obviously, being like the lead in a sketch that you wrote is the best. But like, yeah, yeah, do you yeah. get ex but, as excited to? Well, yeah, because some, the pressure is off a little bit more. Yeah, because you're like, oh, I'm in somebody else's sketch. People are focusing more on their characters, but I'm going to do my best and just have fun. And sometimes you can steal the scene. We had one um, Leonard. Uh, I keep mentioning Leonard. He um, he stole the scene. There was this one sketch where people. The whole point of the scene was them singing on stage, and they were trying to. Um, sing over 
the other person. Like, I'm better than you, you're better than me. And it was a church uh, sing-along. And Leonard comes out, he was a last-minute addition to the sketch where he comes out to ask for money. Totally silent. And he brings out the little basket for money. The whole audience switches their their eyes and they all look at Leonard and they totally ignore the sketch. They start laughing at Leonard What? for the whole rest of the sketch and everyone thinks the sketch is about Leonard and not about these two people who are 150% on fire on stage, scream at the top of their lungs, singing and everybody looking at Leonard who's doing nothing and they're laughing their ass off and the sketch was fine but it was like you never know until you fucking put it up You're like holy shit, you know where a sketch can go and and you can find things, and it, it, it's it's fabulous. Is uh, is it um, do you are you content being in Sunday Company, or does that like is that a thing where you're looking at like everyone who's in there wants to get to the main company? I think it's a mix of things. Personally, I feel happy to just perform and grow. Yep, you know, doing sketches is great, and it's actually something I haven't been able to focus continually on. And this is. A, terrific opportunity because it's six months um i think uh our six month ends uh what do you mean uh, of this group yeah yeah so each group goes for six months then they get uh, the chance to go on for another six months and then i think you have to re-audition to stay in we don't get re-audition you just get assessed by the main company and they'll say oh okay we want to keep these guys on and we're moving on from these people oh so the main company well, wait. We'll also audition, re-audition their own people. No, no, no. no. Main company. Uh, they stay. Set. They stay. Okay. I'm pretty sure they stay until they leave. I think or... they might kindly ask. I don't know the politics of main company, but with Sunday company, it's still considered like, uh, you know, okay. You you still it's a little competition. Yeah, you've got to work, which is good. Yeah, of course. You, you need be to be on, on your toes. toes. Absolutely. Yeah. Otherwise, you you relax. You'll never be fine. I think it was Steve Buscemi who said, "If you're not on your toes, well, if you're not on your toes, you're gonna fall flat on your nose." <laughs> All of my quotes rhyme. <laughs> You were the weren't you up to, for playing Doctor Seuss, Steve? I was up for playing Doctor Zeus. That's right. Um, but <laughs> I realized he wasn't a Greek god. He was <laughs> oh, a gangly that, old man. Is that, is that a prerequisite? Great for, casting, you assholes. Well, Steve, and you know, not to be an asshole, but you're not exactly like I don't know a lot of women pleasuring themselves to your headshot. Hey, well, you're not counting my mother or grandmother. Jesus. <laughs> Hey, man, nepotism is how I got ahead in life. You know, my father, he once blew the guy at Paramount Studios. That's how I got my first job, collecting garbage in the back. Jesus, he didn't blow hard he, enough, I, apparently. He blew pretty hard. I mean, that's a tough gig to get, picking up the garbage in the under the bleachers. Of yeah, the, um, no, it's everyone wants it still. Hey, Just I, to be on the lot, though, that's exciting. Oh, my goodness. I mean, can, can you imagine me on the lot, everybody running away? <laughs> I had to wear a mouth guard oh, God. Just, to, just to get through security. <laughs> now everybody wants a picture with me because they get that classic Buscemi smile. Yeah, you should sell Buscemi mouth guards. I did for a while, oh. and um, the problem was manufacturing. It's a tough business. Well, yeah. You, you know, outsourcing to China. I really want to support the guys here at home. Yeah. Well, that's... I do. That's very... A lot of people didn't know that I'm, you had otherwise that. Otherwise, they're going to be paying $50 for a mouth guard if it's made in Michigan. I mean, you, you know, we can't do that. Yeah. Plastic is more expensive than people think as Absolutely well. Absolutely. Now, I also read this real quick that not only mouth guards, but you're also looking to make uh, vaginal guards. I uh, Absolutely. Because... Um, and what's the story behind that? All the vaginas that? that I've come across have teeth. Oh, God. Uh, 
I think it's called vagina dentata. That's the uh, that's the thing. <laughs> By the I way, know. I know you're kind of making a joke right now, Steve, but there was a story, I think it was seven or eight years ago, about a woman who had teeth in her vagina. There's a whole movie, I think, called that's Dentata. That's right, Dentata, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's a fucking real thing. <laughs> it's based off of my real life. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's so a, what? How much that guard obviously is going to cost a little bit more? No, that's free. We just we ship them out because there's so few vagina, <laughs> vagina dentata. It's kind of like you know, if you if you come across one, you're never going to fucking forget. Well, no, that's yeah. It's like, um, it's like, yeah. That's, that's why they ask girls to look in the mirrors before you know when they're you know, going through puberty. They're just like, make sure no teeth are down there. Okay, so is it similar to like a, if you're checking for? Um, like lumps or something. Like if a guy's checking his balls, a woman's checking her chest. Yeah, yeah. You want to give that vaginal teeth check. Yeah, women are so complicated. You know, I mean, they've got nipples growing. They've got hair. Well, we've got, got nipples, teeth. too. I mean, but we don't have teeth down there. Do you have teeth down there? No, no, but we have nipples, though. Yeah, I mean, that's weird enough. I mean, I yeah. Hold the fort. I'm just. I'm gonna go and try and deal with these nipples. You know. Yeah. Well, you don't have to actually deal with them. You just let them be. The nipples aren't ever no, trying no, to. No, no. I've cause... tried to shave them off. I've tried to what? clamp them. I've tried to cover them up with duct tape. Well, They're I... still there. Yeah. <laughs> What's the point of having these goddamn nipples? If yeah. They don't do anything. If they don't produce any sort of. Then I figured it out. Beverage. Vagina dentata. You just let one of those sit on top of your nipple. It's a little nibble like a piranha. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, Steve, I you're telling me you let a orgasm. vaginal, a woman's vagina teeth chew on your nipple? Pretty sure it was a woman, but uh, it was very dark. <laughs> and that's how you... actually had a, a barracuda down there and smelled. <laughs> Good for you, dude. Yeah, I'm all for experimenting. It was part of the process of when I went to China to check out the manufacturing. Yeah, cars. yeah, yeah. But I really just don't support it. But I did have a great time at all, you know. Was, was that your first time to China? Districts. Yeah, China... China vagina. That's what I, I. That's what I had. Can we make a T-shirt of that too? <laughs> Just China vagina. One hundred percent Goldblum and China v- vagina. By the way, that is a documentary I would watch. Goldblum and Buscemi go to China. Ah, look at all those fishies hanging upside down. Holy shit, dude! That one has teeth. I'm pretty sure they all have teeth. Well, kind of hoping i can use one as a vagina <laughs> all right you have fun in the hotel steve <laughs> i'm going to the dave and busters <laughs> i'm gonna go to dave and busters and bust up with dave <laughs> do you do you like those places piat what do you if you have a a weekend free of comedy and and you're just gonna do something that where you go i want to like do something that's um you know, whether it's bowling or Dave and Buster's or Disneyland, do you have a spot or a restaurant or karaoke or just sitting at home with a movie? What's your like? I was trying to think about this yesterday because I was having just a day where I was just like, "What do I do for fun?" Yeah, and I was like, I was like, I was just having a bummer of a day, and I was like, "What do I do to, to flip my day because around?" Because we get such a high performing that we kind of want the mellow stuff. At least I do. I kind of just like to relax at home and just mellow out. You know. And maybe smoke a few doobies, man, <laughs> with uh, Jeff Bridges. Um, Hell yeah. I, I usually like to relax. Uh, we have Disneyland passes, so we'll yeah. go there. Um, Isn't there like a new Pixar World coming out soon? Yeah, it's the uh, that one's in uh, Disney Disney World. Gotcha. Pixar Toy Story Land, I think. It was. Gotcha. But it's the Pixar Parade. I'm actually in Disneyland now. What? I'm in Disneyland. Your voice? Yeah, in the Pixar Play Parade. Ed Asner is the voice of Carl from Up. Yeah. Right? And so I'm the voice go? of the character of 
Ed Asner's guy, which is uh, fudge. What's his name? Carl. Carl Fredrickson. Like, um, like uh, Gus. Come on, kid. We gotta go up here. Oh, wait, the dog. What the fuck is the yeah, dog's I do. name? Dougie, come on, Dougie. We gotta go up on the balloon, Dougie. Holy it's shit! Just me in the parade, screaming, going, ah, yeah. <laughs> Because they're like, it's time for the Pixar fun. Have fun with the Pixar fun. Yeah, fun. the songs buy are just, shit. yeah. Buy shit. And make sure you buy double of it. We hope you have siblings because we need to get rid of it. Hey, we can but- throw some of those mouth guards in there. <laughs> I got a whole shit bag of them filled. What if Buscemi car. was this, the parade Please. voice singing the song? Hey, it's me, Randall, from Toy Story's <laughs> Monsters, Inc. Uh, you mean Pixar's Monsters, Inc. <laughs> That's right, dude. I am so hot in this costume. It's fucking mind-blowing. I have no idea how those small Chinese boys do it. <laughs> Steve, the, the, I'm sorry, but the lyrics are, Buy shit, buy shit, welcome to the Disneyland. Buy shit, buy shit, welcome to the Disneyland. God, I wish you did this at Universal Studios. It's a fucking drive to get to Anaheim. Steve, Anna. you can't just, the mic is on the oh, whole time. Oh, I am so sorry, boys and girls. Hey, I mean, my name is Randall. I am a character from Pixar. Monsters, Inc. We all love it. I was a nice guy in Monsters University, and they fucking changed me. Dude, I turned evil. This concludes the Disneyland Pixar Parade. Please make your way to the front gate. Get Steve off the float. <laughs> hey, man, I'm stuck. My mouth guard melted to the suit. How much new shit do you see when you go to the park? Um, or do you just always do the same rides? So you're just like, man, I know what I like. I'm gonna well, just... Now it's so fucking crowded. I mean, they put a bunch of... Now, now, it's always been. I know, but now because of Star Wars, people... People keep fucking them. They keep making kids and bringing them. Uh, it's horrible because <laughs> I just want... like we. I mean, I remember five years ago, we'd go and be like, oh, these are the months that hardly any people go. So we'll go and it's nice and quiet. It's raining. When it rains, no one shows up. Now when it rains, it's still filled... Because everybody just goes. They just go now. They're thinking what you're thinking. They're exactly. Like, it's raining. No it's one's raining. going to the yeah. park. And now it's it's not it's not as great because it's like you're just moving through a crowd of people. And, and, and what's the solution? Expand, make the park bigger. But all that's going to do is just make it. Well, more. they're expanding parking lots now. So now look oh, at us. We're talking God. technicalities <laughs> on the About Last Night podcast. Come on down to Disneyland. Now, Goldblum, if he's the voice in the parking lot while you're waiting. Hi, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. Please make sure you drink water. It's a hot one tonight. Oh, my God. If you like Disneyland, you're going to love Disneyland. Hey. Oh, my gosh. Don't uh, don't, don't, don't forget. Um, if you want, you can buy slushies, uh, buy Mickey Mouse, take him home with you, have Disneyland at home. Why not uh, just uh, take the tram, do a loop-de-loop, buy some shit, go home, and uh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's pretty astounding how how that park yeah is, makes so much but money. It's, it's weird, yeah. It, it it's it's nonstop flow. Well, because there's going to be look, man. The number of people that go there for the first time every year is probably just insane, right? Well, yeah, now and, and get overwhelmed. And I think they just when they get in, they well because they, they acquired want to get, Marvel and now it's just superheroes, oh, Star that's right. Wars, and all that shit. You know, I was at Universal when they acquired Marvel because I oh. I had shifted at that time. I they had Spider Man there, right? All of them. I was Wolverine at Universal. Oh, remember? Yes. And Captain America was there. Storm, all the Marvel. We literally, I mean, we would come out. 
three times a day, all in our ATVs, parading around the park. ATVs? I ran, o- I ran over a kid's foot <laughs> on, the, on the ATV. This is a great story real quick. I uh, So we would come out like three times. A- so usually you walk out, just walk around the park. But then three times a day, we all have the ATVs and we pull out in one little corner and we all stand up and pose. And there's a song going, and we all pose. And then we parade around the park to one section and then we get off and we take pictures. <laughs> like it's, how these mutants have yeah. to mean to yeah. riding on and ATVs. By the way, there was one time we all pulled trailer out. Trailer parks. There was one time we all we all pulled out and then stood up and posed and like I put my claws and everything. And it was like 10 a.m. and there was like nobody really at the park. So there were like two people walking by and they just kind of looked over and just and kept big walking. Music blast. Yeah, yeah. This was supposed to be this grand entrance. So it was this kid and I was at the very end. He was like t- taking a picture next to me and I was like, "Hurry up, kid!" You know, or actually, it was more like, "Hurry up, kid!" You know, come on, because that was the Wolverine voice I would do. Uh, you know, hey, come on, hey, I, dance. yeah, exactly. I joke about <laughs> back. I was just like, you know, hey, kids, hey. Hey, uh, hey, remember episode four, season six of Who's the Boss? You know, and uh, and they're like, uh, uh, stand next to me. This kid, he's trying to take a picture, and his mom's like, "All right, hurry up!" And he, and I think uh, he's ran away from the ATV, and I was like, "I got to catch up with the guys. I got to keep up with the parade." So I, you know, turn up, up the juice, and I just feel my tire go up and over something, and then I turn around, I stop, and I just see this fucking six, seven year old kid just going. And I was like, I was frozen at that moment. I was looking at him and I was like, I just went through this like minority report options of things to say to him where I was just like, all right, maybe say like, you know, hang in there, bub, or like, you you're know. You're a superhero. Yeah, you're a superhero now. Like you get the Wolverine, uh, you know. Crush. Yeah. Or, uh, you're flatfoot. Or I'm sorry, but I couldn't like think of what to say. So I just said nothing and then drove away. <laughs> so to recap, Wolverine runs over a kid's foot, stares him down, and then drives off. That kid now is the head of Columbia Studios. <laughs> oh, man. Jared Farquhar. <laughs> Farquaad? <laughs> Farquaad. Isn't that a character in something? That's, uh, no, is that Shrek. Lord, Lord Farquaad, Lord, which yeah. is Lord Fuckhead. Can you do a John Lithgow? Lord Farquaad here. Yeah. Listen to me, Shrek. I want you and Princess Fiona to stay away from my gold and stop fucking dragons, Eddie Murphy. That's amazing. Here's it, my John Lithgow. Ready? Yeah. Oh. No. Uh, no. Niles. Oh, wait, no, that's, that's Kelsey Grant. That's Fraser Crane. Come on now, Niles. No, John Liskos would be. Harry. Harry had one hundred. He sounds like he has marbles inside his mouth <laughs> when he talks. I'm so excited. Oh, um, this pie is so delicious. Um, um, I can't stop eating. In fact, for the rest of my life, I'm going to talk with a piece of pie in my mouth. No. <laughs> And that's how I will talk for the rest of my life. <laughs> tonight, <laughs> it's me, John Lithgow. Tonight, take tonight's the pie pi- out of your- No, this is me. I can. It's like Steve Buscemi if he got his teeth fixed, then he'll sound different. Tonight's performance of a slice of Lithgow will be played. <laughs> will be played uh, by Charlie Sheen. Hey guys, it's me, Charlie Sheen with a piece of pie in my mouth. Duh. This is me, I'm on Broadway. I am so winning. It is really fucking hard to talk with a pie in your mouth. Really, the award should go to Johnny Lithgow. That guy's a fucking machine, dude. What happened to that guy? I don't know, dude. There's certain people I mean, he's that. HIV, so he's probably. Is healing. he? Yeah, he's H- HIV. I'm, I'm positive about that. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> wah, wah. I think Charlie Sheen is probably sitting on a pile of cash. 
I, look, I, I don't know. I think he's got as much money as Magic Johnson does to be able to get really? the best. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Two and a half. Wasn't he getting a million episode for like the last three seasons? Residuals? Fuck Aren't they yeah. syndicated? Yeah. yeah. I don't and know if that's Seinfeld then, no, money, did, but. Yeah, he did that one show. What what was that? Uh, did another one on FX. Like the yeah. Where, where they Anger bought, management. Yeah, yeah. They bought him. They bought him out. Like he did 200 episodes straight off the bat. That's insane. Yeah. That's an incredible manager or agent or lawyer. Hot shot. Me, I am the fucking lawyer. I am the devil incarnate inside me. I have my own vagina dentata. Yeah, hello, this is Paramount Studios. Uh, you're on the phone with um, with the president, and he's waiting to hear your pitch about a new film starring you, uh, and uh, whenever you're ready. Listen, me and Steve Buscemi, not Goldblum, fuck that guy. We're going to go to China. We're going to see the fucking hottest chicks ever, except these chicks, they're zombie chicks. They're like mutant chicks. Not like the mutants from Universal Studios that ride on ATVs. I'm talking about real fucking mutants who have, like, piranha teeth. <laughs> fucking Steve Buscemi all bolted out. We're going to fix his teeth. It's going to be fucking awesome. I don't uh, particularly... Shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> Let me sell this fucking thing. I sold 200 million fucking episodes of these motherfuckers. Trust me on this shit. Hey, man, I just, I just hope we don't outsource our work to China. I just, you know, I really want to support... Shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ, no wonder Jeff Bridges never talks to you anymore. Hey, man, I talk to him. I'm just so fucking high, man. By the way, what am I doing in this meeting? Dude, I told you that um, you shouldn't have stapled your ass to mine. You know, that human centipede shit. <laughs> went out in the funny. 80s. <laughs> yeah, it, was a, it was a fad that came and went, but you just stuck with it. Hey, man, I mean, I don't mind. <laughs> I like to hang, man. When's the last time you've seen Lebowski? Oh, the film? Yeah. Three, four years ago? Yeah. We got to see it again. There's. I was thinking about this the other day, the amount of movies that I'm like, I need to just rewatch. I have. Because you need, forget. I need to go to the movies, and I think, I'm trying to think of the last movie I saw in the theater. I, I think maybe Avengers. Yeah. Infinity War. Fuck, but isn't that just how it is now? You're yeah, like, what's like, the last time I, I went? I really only go to see the absolute monumental huge movie that has to be seen on the screen and then I don't see I used to go like just every week to every fucking movie there's something about the movie experience that will never go away you know but at the same time like the more they like I don't think they'll ever like release movies straight to the TV or the airplane so that you don't I mean, have they to do go on Netflix but, and you know but you, you, you don't seek them out yeah what's the last thing you did when you got high Oh God! I think I watched um, Daft Punk videos, where it's just like doing it right. And you know when you get high, and then it just turns into a bass line you don't hear. Like um, I like to watch these weird fucking videos on YouTube where um, it's, uh, I guess this user his name's Pogo. And he takes clips from like actual TV shows and turns them to like legit songs. <laughs> They're fucking awesome. Where he just like remixes all these things. But when you get high and you watch the shit, it's, it's crazy because you're like, I watched that show and now it's a song. Because <laughs> they'll take a, like a, a clip of like, Hi, it's me, Kermit. Hi, it's me, Kermit. Yeah. Hi, it's me, Kermit. Kermit. Hi, it's me, Kermit. Ah, Kermit. Oh. And they'll just be like the Muppets oh edited, God. or he'll take he takes like mundane stuff like Mister Rogers, and just running around and. Oh, that's you see it. that documentary? Not yet. How is it, <sighs> dude? It's it's sad and uplifting all at the same time. 
sad as in like he did so much and yeah he was so great and you're just sad that you're that it's more sad that he's not here anymore sad there's not more people like that sad right. that the world was a i think a somewhat better place at that time yeah sad that then you know they incorporate some of the fox news and and just hatred that is the complete complete opposite of what he was and stood for and and looked at mr rogers more Listen, as like fox news has done a lot of great things well, no, for me mr trump with all due respect a lot of great things i am spending a lot of money coming into your podcast a lot of there's a lot of security right now there is but now a lot of security let me tell you fox news i couldn't have done it without fox news well, a lot of Fox News. Well, yeah, well, what's your favorite show on the Fox News? Fox and Friends. Yeah, they I have like waking up early in the morning and seeing all my Fox and Friends. Yeah, you've actually been quite uh, ridiculous on that show. And I, you went on. Remember that rant you went on where you got real angry and. I get angry at a lot of things. It's called passion. Called it, passion, it, Adam. No, or something s- you lack. Look at your career. What are you doing? You were in a stand-up tour with Adam Devine. Divine. Adam Devine. I don't, what is he, the, the lead singer of the Maroon 5? No. See, no. What, what, what? Do you even know the difference between wood and wouldn't? I know that I have wood right now. <laughs> I am so aroused. I am aroused all the time, That's baby. That's so gross. I can't Absolutely. picture you Because I think fucking. about Melania. No, you don't. And five other men. Oh, God. What did you, Putin. how did you initiate the P-tape? Kim Jong-un. <laughs> I didn't initiate it. I just had a lot of water. And, you know... He had to go. And you just thought the toilet was too the far? That's the thing. The rumor was a lot of girls urinated on me. That's not the truth. I couldn't hold it in. I peed on myself. And literally, the Russian ma- the Russian maids, that's what they were. They weren't even prostitutes. They were cleaning it up. And they all fell on top of me because the stench was terrible. <laughs> and there's pictures of it. So it looks like they loved me peeing on them. But no, it's not true. It's not true. It's all lies. Uh, you've been in a lot of... Hot water recently. A lot of hot water. I've been taking baths with Epsom salts. I've got a bad back. I've also been taking some, you know, I jump into the hot ponds. You know, when you're president, they let you do anything. You can jump into any hot pond. I heard you put on cologne before you take a shit. I put on a lot of cologne before I take a shit because you need to have a film. You know, like that poo-poo spray that you spray on the top of the water so that there's a film of oil and no no odor penetrates. So when I make the poo-poo... After I put on the cologne, <laughs> no odor penetrates. It's sweet-smelling poo-poo from Donald Trump. We're also we're not put it, we're not flushing any of it away because we're gonna sell it. It's great memorabilia. People love it in China. I know Steve Buscemi doesn't like China. I love China. You and Putin have really uh, been been coming. Uh... We've been coming a lot together. <laughs> we went to Helsinki on this incredible tour. Those models. Four hours it only took for you guys to become best four, friends. Four hours, but let me tell you, when your hands are that close to each other, and you are breathing, and you are moving so quickly, you know, when you orgasm next to another guy who's orgasming, your bond can never be broken. You, uh, you think um, people are going to vote for you again? They're going to vote for me, and they're going to vote for Putin. Look at him. He was voted in. Oh, they're going to write in Putin. Twelve times? Of course. Why not? Can there we, be a Putin-Trump ticket in absolutely. America? Absolutely. And we're going to merge the countries via Alaska. Uh, oh, boy. We're just going to steam over Canada. We're going to get rid of it. It's going to be Northern America. Northern, Northern America. And it's going to be just Alaska. Like a lot of Alaska. That's what we're going to call it, a lot of Alaska. And it's going to connect to Russia. And it's going to be 2020 Trump-Putin. But we're debating now because he wants his name first. But I told him marketing-wise, people know me. You know, it's hard. 
But from that appearance with him, a lot of my supporters are really happy about Russia. They love Russia. How's Baron doing? Baron? Well, you know, we don't talk to Baron anymore. We lock him in a closet. You know, he's a busy boy. Busy boy. We still don't know what he's doing. We don't know. Is, is he heterosexual? Is he straight? Is he gay? I don't know. What is he, 12 now? He's 12 years old. Are you asking me? He's your fucking kid. I don't talk to him. I told you. We lock him down in the basement. <laughs> what, do you slip, what kind of food do you slip under the uh, door? I don't know. I pay people to pay people to pay people to go and feed him. <laughs> I want no contact with him. I just, you know, I inseminate my wife. That's what I do. We call insemination. And it's very methodical. Melania lets you have sex with her, huh? No, 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 no. We inseminate. I put it into a little jar. Ugh. It's a, it's a very it's a very safe procedure. Melania loves it. She's a cold person. She likes to spread her legs only at the doctors. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing sexual. I think she's still a virgin technically. Jesus. Virgin birth. Virgin birth. We figured it out. We read the Bible. I talked to all my friends at Fox News, and they said, "This is how you do it. You inseminate her." Through the belly button, by the way. Do you know that you remind me a lot of when I ran for uh, uh, vice president in the fifth grade, where I just promised a lot of, you know, I was also and it fat. Works. I was it's a so fat kid. Did you win? I, no, I was like McDonald's every day loser. for lunch. You're a loser. No, you, fuck you, you man. Commit. No, you didn't commit. I did commit. My speech also. My mom helped me write my speech, and I said, "I'll get." That's your problem. You let your mother decide your words. Well, but but also you I gotta talk like a baby. I promise. <laughs> up on the stage, nobody understands. <laughs> I want this. I want that. I, 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 I promise McDonald's every day. I promise longer That's a recess. Good promise. I promise longer recess. Um, the thing is, you promise things. Vending machine Friday, where the, there's a battle for the snacks. Ooh, it's a snack battle. Can I steal that? <laughs> I want to have a battle on the White House lawn. For all the snacks? I just, all the snacks. Get a bunch of the, fat kids? Yes, just a bunch of uh, fat kids. <laughs> all the Or just fat kids versus all of Secret Service. <laughs> we put a row of Reese's Pieces, Doritos, Snicker bars. And I just go, go! And they run, and they all they fight for it. <laughs> the thing is, the kids don't know this, but I know it, and it's great. Kids don't know this. Secret Service, they've got tasers. And those tasers, they can hit from 30 <laughs> feet away. So those kids are out 30 feet before they even hit those snicker bars. It's great. And it's great exercise for the kids. I love it. You know, Obama and when his wife, you know, Michelle Obama, she had all these exercise <laughs> plans. Mine is just go tease kids with Reese's Pieces. <laughs> Nothing is better than that. Uh, you yourself have uh, gotten quite large. I think uh, power does a lot of crazy. No, nah, I'm talking about people. on the weight on the weight you know, front, man. You, you and really, you have it's all the information. You know, my brain is filled with so much information that I have nowhere else to store it. Not that we need a. It's sec- like an external hard drive, Adam. <laughs> you wouldn't know science. I know a lot of smart people. That's why I'm expanding. I'm expanding. I'm expanding all around the circumference. And, you know, my hands are getting bigger. You know what that means? What does that mean? More gloves. Bigger gloves for my penis. <laughs> I wear gloves on my penis. It's uh, cold uh, in the White House. You look, go to I, so many meetings, you got to keep your wood warm. Is Melania still not living in the White House? Who's Melania? Jesus. All right. Oh, that's right. Well, it was great sitting down with you. Absolutely. And, uh, I got to go now. I want... the I, take a shit in your toilet. I, <laughs> please don't use my cologne. Oh, trust me, I bring my own. I'm going to leave it for you. You bring your own cologne? I bring my own cologne. BYOC? A BYOC, bring my own cologne. Oh, you sing? Oh, absolutely. It's I did a not jingle. know that. You know, I, I I would think, like, you know, because I think a lot of Obama sang. He did not very well. He's terrible singing. It's that Kenyan rhythm doesn't work. But I also think that, <laughs> I also think that you know, he sang great classic songs that were... 
you know, Amazing Grace, We Are Family. You know, I think your song maybe you could sing. Uh, I don't give a fuck. I don't. I don't give a fuck. Listen, I, don't I don't give, give a, a fuck. fuck. I don't give a fuck. Fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't really give a fuck about you. About you. I don't give a fuck, fuck anything about Jews. that you do. Is that what no, you're saying? About you. I don't give a fuck about Jews. <laughs> no, I hate the not, Jews. I, that's we, not we what I was this. saying. Fox and Friends, no, call me. That's not what I was saying. All right, Trump out. <laughs> wow, he just took over the microphone. That was amazing. I mean, look, it's uh, not Service. even Mark Maron has had on President oh, Trump. Yeah. I mean, Secret Service is still. They're going to hang around for hours. Do you think there's ever a part of Secret Service that's with them and they're just like, "What are we doing?" Or do you think that's... It, it, I think so. You're just like, it's a job, Because there's no man. way... No, of course, you, could, Cause you, you can know, always look at something as a job, but you'll always be like... Even you, you think about like, your, I'm protecting your parents this guy? to a certain point, you're like, gosh, my mom really needs to hold back on yeah. this. You know, or something. But you would never say it or never act upon it, but you think about it. So for sure, there's security guys. But they're watching like, him walk around being like, what a fucking oh, tool. God. Like, Obama was the shit, and he's cool, and he's getting things done, and you're like, you're chumming it up with him, like... Trump's small talk seems so... I mean, I've heard it on Stern. Obviously, we've heard it with Billy Bush. His small talk is... Probably gets perverted and rapey real quick, yeah. right? Like, even when he was had those kids over, you know, for Halloween at the White House, and he's like, obviously, we'll get you the good candy. Are you guys talking about me again? Hold on, let me come to the microphone. Uh, oh, yeah. It's, oh, what, what was it? I don't know, man. All the kids came to the White House for Halloween. Oh, all the kids came to Halloween. You yes. were so weird. You were like... I was very, very involved. Yeah, but, I love Halloween, my favorite holiday. Yeah, but you were t telling the kid, You were complimenting their costumes, but it was very inappropriate the way and you, you were, look like the most beautiful left tit i've ever seen no oh god but that's the thing too is like you you thought a kid was dressed as a left tit it, it was it was, was the right a, tit i made a mistake it was dressed People as a sun-made raisin you said he looked like a tit like what tits are you listen i've got a lot of friends at the old folks home they look like left tits but they actually look <laughs> like really pruned raisins very pruny it's it what it's what happens to me when I take my hot baths. That's why I get confused because I've got pruny tits. <laughs> I've got is that I've got pruny tits. <laughs> T I T S pruny tits. Can you imagine if he just started singing that at one of his rallies? Guess what, dude? They would start. We singing. are gonna tear down this wall. After I show you my pruny tits, pruny tits, T-I-T-S, pruny tits. You know what I'm saying? They, if he did like a call and response, those fucking crazies would start oh repeating God. it back. That's the thing I want And they'd cheer him on. And he'd be, like, he'd be like, yeah. He's like, pruny tits. He's like, I guess where, you, guess where you won't find the lyrics of that? In Hillary's emails. You know, some sort of weird dig that brought it back Woo, together. Yeah. Damn, man, you can't tell me yeah. that shit. You won't find nothing in there, man. man. Hillary, man, 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 man. You know what's so crazy? Even if Trump straight up admitted, came out and was just like, I did it, I colluded, Putin's the man, fuck this country, people would find a way to be like, you know what, the dames, man, they, they hired that hypnotist, what's you his name, liberal. Jeff Dunham? Yeah. They got one of his puppets, okay, to hypnotize, okay, Trump and admit that. That wasn't him saying that. That was it. That was the devil, the damn devil inside of them. They they installed the damn devil. There's a chip you can get, okay? Democrats got this chip that's a devil, a Democrat devil chip. You put it inside someone's head after you hypnotize them with Deb Dunham's puppets, and then you make them talk crazy. That's what happened. I believe every word you said. <laughs> Subscribe. Subscribe to our <laughs> podcast. The damn devils. The damn devils. <laughs> oh man, no! But the thing that's even oh. crazier is the fact that they won't even just um, support him. They'll they'll just be like, 
oh, he's not wrong. Yeah. Whatever you say, it's it's yeah, it's it's sad. What uh, did they let you? Are you doing a lot of yeah, about ten more minutes? Yeah, a little less. All right, let's yeah. do that. All right. Well, I, I, I emailed you something, so we'll Wait close with we'll on close on with that. Remember last time I was here and I had you, I had you read a cold read a Morgan Freeman monologue. Yes, I sent what you did another you do one. today? Yeah. Oh no! Wait, don't look at it. Yet. No, I'm not. No, I'm just I'm get some music ready. Okay, yeah, get some music ready. Fill in uh, filler. Hi, if you folks like me, you can follow me on Twitter at Piot. No, at thisispiot.com. No, what? What the? F- just search for. Just what go is, to my website. Yeah. What is your? What are you posting on uh, Twitter these days? P i o t r m i c h a e l dot com. Um, I just retweet people and I'll tweet random fart thoughts. But uh, because I'm on a kids show, I've kind of held back a little bit. But we've got Rachel Butera who's on the show and she's a dirty, dirty woman. Tell people uh, where they can find, by the way, be. Rocky and Bullwinkle. You can watch Rocky and Bullwinkle on Amazon Prime. You're so good at it, by I'm, the way. Well, thank you so yeah. much. I'm the voice of Fearless Leader, who is this screaming, German-sounding fool who's never wrong. I have to get that moose and squirrel, and I'm going to destroy them so that I can take over the world. That is fucking crazy that you make your voice sound like that, and by the that's, way. Yeah, well, you know what happened? Uh, talking like that for so long, my voice kind of dropped. <laughs> Because my voice dropped and got deeper because I'm just screaming at the top of my lungs for so long. Um, okay, I got the email. I have. Wait, a, I'm yeah. sending you a, a oh, new wait, one. What? I want to oh, hear no. more about the okay. the Rocky Bullwinkle experience before. Well, I have you it was that. incredible. It uh, I got it right when we started. An Mad, iconic Mad, cartoon, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Like one of the most. One if, of the you know. biggest shows ever in the in the '60s, and um, they had fucking restaurants. They they had their own like Dave and Buster's, where it was like Rockies, and I think it was just called Bullwinkles. And uh, you would go, and you could play arcade games, and they had parades. They were in every... The, the thing was, Jay Ward was a marketing genius. He would go, and he would just set up a like light, he, a 100-foot-tall bullwinkle in the middle of a park, and people would start taking pictures and freaking out. And he went viral before the Internet, and he created this massive following because he would merchandise and do things. And he had a good show to back it up. It wasn't just like this false... You know, praise for a show that just didn't go anywhere. It was actually a legit great show. Right. And then, so finally, um, they tried for years to reboot the show. They made a movie with Robert Downey Jr. as Fearless Leader. Don't be talking to me. I am the Fearless Leader. I'm trying to try a German accent. Doesn't work so good. But maybe Jason Alexander will save it. Nope. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, oh, so they tried that and then I think they did a short on one of the uh, I think the Peabody and Sherman DreamWorks uh, made the movie and then they did a Rocky Bullwinkle short and there's you know people still excited about it and so they finally found the, a, a story uh, structure that pleased everybody like DreamWorks uh, the producers Amazon and uh, the Ward family and they said okay let's go with it and so it's basically kind of like Indiana Jones meets 007 and um, Wacky Races, where it's just like crazy shit happening all the time with Rocky and Bullwinkle. High-octane SpongeBob SquarePants humor. So it's geared for 6 to 11-year-olds, but there's a lot of like funny, you know, PG adult humor. Yes, which is what I think a lot of cartoons are having to f- uh, focus in on, is like yeah, we yeah. have to make these things not be just kid-centric. Like there's got... Absolutely. They're going to watch them with the kids, so we got to... Yeah, make the adults gotta, be able to yeah, be yeah. a part but it's it's definitely uh, it's fast paced high energy um, 
So if you need to slow down, man, just, you know, enjoy uh, CBD. <laughs> um, Have you gotten hit up by uh, anybody who's uh, watched the show? Like, Oh, yeah, of course. I've, I've already gotten fan art and people would send, send stuff through my agents to sign and things like that, which is great, weird feeling, you know. And it's odd because, you know, um, it's a reboot, but you, 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 you look back and the, the characters are still there, so there's toys and stuff and... I don't know if they're they're working on any marketing as far as that goes, but um, we have 13 episodes on Amazon right now, and then 13 more will be coming. I think we just we just finished, you know, we just finished ADR on I think the 25th episode. So we'll be. I don't know when those are coming out, but though the the 13 now are up online, and they're each half hours. They're not like five or 11 minute episodes. They're each half hours, so you can go and watch them, and they're they come in chapters of four or five. And they all have story arcs where Fearless Leader drives the plot where he tries to fuck something up. Yep. And Rocky and Bullwinkle try and save the day. They always do, those assholes! Please don't quote me in saying that and don't have them fire me from my own show! You ever have road rage and just go into that voice? Or someone rolls down the window and they're like, Hey man, I was Shut trying to turn... Up. <laughs> um, yes, absolutely. Well, w- w- one thing I did find doing that voice was... Like, I would just have the stress of the day or the week, and then when I'd go into my session, and I'd scream for two hours, going, and I'd come out, I'd be, like, totally refreshed. It's like, it was therapeutic to just scream. And, like, you can't, you won't, you don't experience that unless you get paid for it. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you wouldn't choose to scream for two hours, but because you do, you're so exhausted, and you're so tired. It's It's like doing a video game. Where you're just screaming, running around, jumping, and saying, I'm over here. Blah! But you're screaming high pitched <laughs> voices at a German guy. And um, you totally fall to the floor, exhausted. I come, I would come home at like 2 p.m. I'm like, I'm so tired. Yeah, and your voice is shot, yeah, right? And you go on vocal rest, or how do you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, because of that, my voice dropped down a little bit, which is cool, because then I could do some of the smokier stuff. Who's that? That Adam Ray can do. Liam I don't ne- know. I don't know who that is. It sort of sounds. Is that like Liam Neeson? Harrison Ford. Oh, Harrison Ford. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Dude, you Indiana Jones Five is getting ready to get made, isn't it? Fucking assholes! I told them they better do it all CGI, like they did Carrie Fisher. <laughs> hey, uh, boiler alert! I didn't see the new Star Wars. Were you in it? Um, Chewie was. I was in it. No. The new solo one? Hey, how come Chewbacca has never come out with a line of like chewy bars, like from Quaker Oats? He's a humble guy. He doesn't like their market shit, especially if it's made in China, like Steve Buscemi. Yeah, I don't support that. <laughs> Me and Chewy, we go way back. Way back. It's hard to do Steve Buscemi smiling. <laughs> I'm laughing at my myself doing Steve Buscemi, and I naturally sound like uh, Jeff Goldblum. That's the problem. The more I do Jeff Goldblum, the more I sound... Like you've got long. <laughs> ah. Okay, All right, what do here you we write? Go. What All did you write? Here we go. You send here, it to me. Yeah, come it's on. Okay, right hold, now, on so. hold on. Everybody at home is like, what the fuck? Come on, man. Send it in. Send it in faster, faster. The email is so slow. Probably faster just to whip around uh, your computer, but you're not going to do that. Um, I have an old one. I don't see a new one. All right, here we go. Okay, come go. on, you right. son of a gun. So there's there's two little ones. One is uh, Morgan Freeman, and one is uh, Robert De Niro. Okay. So uh, <laughs> I just eat them out to you. Uh, well, what do you want to end on? Do you want to end this? On? Oh, okay. Yeah. Both back back to back. Yeah. Okay. 
<clears throat> All right, waiting for the ooh, download Morgan. Here we go. I got it. I got I got the email, you son of a bitch. All right. So uh, this is you this is a, a cold read. Uh, Morgan Monologues. You've done this for me a few times. It's <laughs> <laughs> so hard to do when I'm laughing at this yeah. shit. All right. All right. This is Morgan Freeman. Today was a good day. My morning started the way... Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you, man. This is so hard to do. Uh, okay, hold on. Uh, <laughs> the music. I'm going to just take yeah. the earphones off. Okay. <laughs> Today was a good day. My morning started the way any good Wednesday should. Two warm brown <laughs> sugar Pop-Tarts and a blumpkin. Her name was Denise. She worked at Chili's. Or was it IHOP? Or IHOB? They just changed the name. It's crazy to think that they're IHOB now. That's like Bruce going to Caitlin. Someone better tell Chloe. She loves pancakes. Pancakes with syrup and cheese. Hot fudge, gummy bears, and gummy butts. <laughs> I once tried to sell that, gummy butts. They didn't buy it, obviously, but fuck it. What do they know? I'm excited for the new Frozen movie. I'd like to be a voice in that. Maybe a tree, or a snowball, or the snowball's butt. <laughs> and he'd be like, hey, Elsa, I have a business idea. It's called Gummy Butts. Want to go half seas? Well, you know what? Sleep on it. Literally, sleep on that gummy butt. Email me your feedback. My email is yummyyumgumbutt at aol.net. Not .com, because it's almost defunct. Other email options I was considering were blackgod69 at yahoo, tittykingdaddy5 at gmail, or come fuck me in this Uber at AOL.com. See, that time I used .com and not .net. Well, these have been my thoughts, and hopefully you've learned something today. If not, who gives a fuck? <laughs> wow, Morgan Freeman's on fire. That was wait amazing. a minute, wait a minute. Robert De Niro? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we need to change the yeah, music? Yeah, we change the music. No, oh, my God. Don't cry. I literally <laughs> only cry when you do that, dude. I'm literally crying oh, laughing. Well, I had to plug my ears because I was laughing at my, listening to myself. Oh. It's so hard to do that and cold read uh, such fucking You're so good at it, shit. though. Because <laughs> the intonation. Well, even. because he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's pretty defined, so it's like it's there. Yeah. Okay. All right. So this is. This um, is literally the last thing, and then I yeah, got to get the fuck out of here. So this is uh, a new, yeah. Hi, this is Robert De Niro. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. How I wonder where the fuck, where the bars. <laughs> I want to get fucking hammered. And fuck Trump. Fuck that motherfucker right in the dumb fucking steak kitchen ass. <laughs> I don't know why I said kitchen. I should have said ketchup. I'm so fucking on fire right now. I'd like to kick him in the face with my foot. And the time down to a jet ski I won and the price is right. And watch him glide along the water with his fat fucking ass giggling in the water and then the sharks eat his dumb fucking face boom <laughs> twinkle twinkle little star fuck you Trump you motherfucker this has been Robert De Niro does nursery rhymes tune in next week when Charlie Sheen does Ba Ba Black Sheep Ba Ba Black Sheep have you ever heard that guy is a fucking turd 
Oh my god! Oh, and I've had <clears throat> fun with you, dude. You're the best. Thank you. Dude. Thanks for coming by. An hour flies by. Yeah. Uh, every great. Sunday, if you want to see Piot, please come. The Groundlings is the greatest sketch company uh, collection of. Uh, in the in the country, probably the well, world. Thank you. That's I haven't yeah, been yeah, to. Uh, yeah, uh, been showing, a, haven't been to the. Uh, been to the Groundlings a long time. What? High praise for a show you've never seen. Well, Goldman, didn't you start the Belgium sketch company? The I started in Belgium with yeah. waffles. Yeah, uh, there's a yeah, but the Groundlings. <laughs> But the Groundlings in LA every Sunday at what eight p.m. Uh, seven thirty. Yeah, seven thirty. And you guys, uh, if you ever want to hit me up on Twitter, I could possibly get you half off Ooh. for those tickets. But you know, you gotta hit me up, and I'll DM you. So just this is P I O T R on yes. Twitter, and I'll get you half off tickets for Groundlings and Rocky and Bullwinkle streaming on Amazon right now. Right Go now. watch; it's I'm amazing. Fearless leader. A hundred percent gold A hundred percent gold I love you. <laughs> love you too, Adam. Take care. subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.